0: John's jumping off my Chinese house. Welcome to Yarns at Yinhu, a podcast about the fiber arts and other post-apocalyptic skills. Episode 227, it's summertime and the knitting is easy. Sunday, July 7th, 2019. I'm your host, Sarah. You can find me on social media as Sarah Pomegranate. Each time I record an episode, I post show notes, photographs, and links to things I talk about on my website yarns at yinhoo.com today's episode features the following segments i'll talk a little bit about news and events the front porch tour de fleece and off the shelf hello everyone and welcome it is a steamy hot and humid morning here in delaware water gap it doesn't seem like last evening's rain and thundershowers brought any cooling to the area. But I'm hopeful that temperatures drop a little bit in the coming days. We have been very busy, Samuel and I, working on Yin Hu. We cleared our July schedules almost completely and have been working on some house projects. So it's been messy, dirty, (laughs) uh, but really fulfilling a lot of physical work and we do both enjoy working on the house. I think I mostly enjoy being able to point to a finished project and be proud that we have done that, but I'm trying to embrace the process as well. And I always learn a lot and do a lot of mathematics when we work on projects. So I think that's good for the brain and the soul. Thank you so much for your enthusiasm for my free Yoga Socks pattern that has been posted on Ravelry. It's now a Ravelry download. So you can download and print the pattern or have it on your digital device of choice and knit some yoga socks. I've been so pleased to see the photographs you've posted and the comments that you've made and Ravelry and I've decided to keep this going throughout the summer months and make a donation to Soul Fire Farm in September, hopefully after a lot more people are able to make their posts. So I've decided to give a dollar for each time the Yogi Socks Cal hashtag is used on Instagram and I would like to build that into something quite substantial. I will also count posts on the Ravelry thread. Some of you mentioned having a little bit of a challenge using Instagram, or you're not affiliated with Instagram, so I will also count posts in the Ravelry thread. I've talked at length about Soulfire Farm, I feel that they are a very worthy cause and recipient for some funds. They're doing amazing work with the donations they receive, and I've had at least one person I think two folks have mentioned that separately and on your own, you've also been moved to make a donation to Soulfire Farm. So thank you so much. Um, it's really amazing when knitters band together to do good work. And I think knitters, more than any other group of people, understand how many small efforts contribute to a sizable contribution because that's what we are working on all the time when we, you know, start the first round of a project uh, and knit those first 80 stitches that will eventually become a hat and so on and so forth. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, I've been hearing a lot from folks who are participating in the Marie Wallen Knit Along I am co-hosting this knit along with three of my podcaster friends, Kareen of the Woolly Thistle podcast, Emily of Fibertown, and Sarah of Fiber Trek. And with this knit along, we hope to inspire lots of folks to try their hand at some little maybe a little more intricate um, a little more detailed Fair Isle, um, a little more subtlety in the color combinations of the color work. We're just inspiring people to work on color work, which has become exceedingly popular, but maybe try something that they wouldn't have considered before. And you have the support of lots of knitters and all of our podcasts. This knit-along continues. Up through Rhinebeck, and we hope to see a lot of you with your knitted garments and accessories at Rhinebeck. And we are all offering prizes, so post, cross post, and use the hashtags also on social media. And we will be awarding prizes in the autumn. So far, I have three prizes with the potential of more. One will be a $25 gift certificate to the Wooly Thistle. Another is this really adorable handmade chicken pin cushion. It's so cute. I have a photograph of it on the Ravelry thread for this knit along. And a third prize is an assemblage of some things that were in the goodie bag for my knit local getaway this April, as well as other gifts and odds and ends that I continue to accumulate over the summer months. So post and post again. My own progress on Yell is a little bit stalled. I still love the project. I just feel like I don't have a lot of headspace right now. As the title of this episode suggests, summertime and the knitting is easy, I just haven't been able to plow through some of the rounds that require a lot of catching of floats. There are several rounds in the two-color motif that require catching of floats because there are large expanses of a single color. And that's fine. It's fine. It's just that I haven't been feeling it. (laughs) So it's kind of sitting on the side, and maybe if I have a couple days without um, working on the house and feeling like my hands and arms, all of my limbs are incredibly fatigued at the end of the day, then maybe I will pick that up and get some more progress done. But I am still committed to finishing it. Um, I have a good old chunk done, and I think... um, after the two color color work on the body, it will go pretty quickly. So I'm still in the game and I'm still cheering everyone else on. Uh, It just may be a few more weeks before I pick that up again. In other news, oh I had this ready for my previous episode and somehow I neglected to include it, but a few weeks ago, Diane Kennedy, who's A great friend of the podcast and who joins us for our Knit Local getaway in Washington County, New York, forwarded to me a newsletter called Thread Counts. It is the newsletter for the Hudson Valley Textile Project. I will link to it in the show notes. And if you are at all curious about yarn and fiber in the Hudson Valley, and some really new and exciting efforts uh, to expand the capacity and make products available to a much wider um, purchasing pool, then you will want to subscribe to this newsletter and take a look at some of the events that they have coming up. In this particular issue of Thread Counts newsletter... Um, there was made mention of the sizable donation that we made during the knit local getaway events. I talked about a raffle that we contribute items to be raffled and contribute the money that is then donated to a cause in the area where we have the retreat. And for the past couple of years, that cause has been the Hudson Valley textile project. So I really urge you to take a look. They do have some summer events coming up. They have a conference in the spring. Their wares um, will be featured at both the Southern Adirondack Fiber Festival, which is in September, late September, as well as at Rhinebeck and possibly other locations, shows, and festivals around the area during this fall. It's really super important work. I can't stress that enough, Um, and I hope that you will find out more and get involved if you can. The front porch. So I confessed that not a lot of progress is being made on Yell, and I actually had some Backward progress on Neve by Isabel Kramer. One of my objectives this summer was to knit a linen t-shirt. Something that I could wear in all the same sorts of places and in all the ways that I would wear a cotton, commercially made cotton t-shirt. But this would be knit and it would be knit in linen. And I was using some 100% linen yarn that I purchased at a festival this spring, making very slow progress because of the fatigue in my hands. And finally, I just decided it, it wasn't going to work. Not only was it extremely fatiguing, but I didn't really even like the fabric that I was producing, and I didn't think it was substantial enough to really wear it as a t-shirt It looked like I would need full coverage under it, which is antithetical to everything I wanted for the garment. About this time, I recalled that I was the winner of a 25-pound gift certificate from Blacker Yarns. I won this for an Instagram photo contest using Blacker Yarns Tour, And I had knit a beautiful hat and mittens designed by Kirsten Kapoor, posted it, and then later was delighted to find out that I was one of the winners of this contest. And I still had the gift certificate information sitting in my email and hadn't used it. So I decided that I would use those funds to purchase some Blacker Yarns Leoness in their fingering weight, which is a blend of 50% wool, 50% linen, and I ordered the undyed, the natural undyed color. It arrived, and within one day, I had already knit past the point that it had taken me several weeks to achieve with the 100% linen yarn. I find this lioness to be extremely soft. It's nearly silky. I really love the texture of the linen in it and the wool. I think it's Coriadale. I'm not sure what the breed of this wool is or if it is breed specific at all. The color is lovely. It's like a beautiful, you know, sandy color and I'm really enjoying knitting Isabel Kramer's Neve and that's spelled N I A M H. This is a design for a V-neck sweater. I just love the finish on the V-neckline. It has this contiguous set-in sleeve design which is a lot of back and forth and increases to create all of the shaping for the neck, the shoulders, and the sleeves of this garment. But once it's completed, wow, it is just a beautiful fit. It's such an elegant shape. I, I really like it. Uh, I would consider this pattern for just a regular long sleeve sweater and a fingering weight yarn in the future, but... It's working up really nicely for this idea of a short sleeve sweater that I have in mind. I am currently knitting my fourth ball of the five I ordered. I don't think I'll have any too much yarn for this project, but I am uh, really barreling down now on the body of the sweater. Lots of stockinette in the round. So nice, easy summertime knitting. And I think that very soon this will be done and I will be able to enjoy it during the summer months. The Neve sweater has some beautiful detail for the sleeve cuffs and the um, waistband of the sweater. I'm not sure how I will resolve that for a t-shirt if I will use the directions that Isabel Kramer gives in her pattern or if I will kind of go off on my own. But the finishing is beautiful, and in a future sweater, I would definitely like to employ that. I am using US size three needles, which is the size called for in the pattern, and I'm knitting the medium one size. I have done very little to alter the pattern except that um, I Do not do as many increases for the back of the sweater as suggested by the pattern. I'm always a little mystified by the number of stitches, the stitch count for the back being the same as for the front. I suppose that gives a nice relaxed fit, but for me it always feels like there's a lot of gaping and extra fabric in the back. So I usually keep my stitch count for the back of a sweater smaller and I'm really not doing any waist shaping or anything like that. Just knitting straight down like a t-shirt and as I said, this Leoness is just really knitting up like a dream. And it feels luxurious because with the 25 pound gift certificate, I actually paid very little for this yarn and the shipping. So that is sort of the second iteration uh the nine lives of neve i don't know um but i'm very much enjoying this sweater pattern and can see a lot of potential for knitting it again in the future I'm also working on a test knit hat for Megan of Distal Fink Fibers. I've mentioned her many times in the podcast. She and her parents make some beautiful yarn, and Megan's an incredible dyer. She has designed a pattern for a hat and asked me if I would test knit. So my test knit is with sample yarn that she has dyed, and we'll go back to Megan to be a booth sample. Um, The pattern has some really interesting and fun techniques. It's knit in DK weight yarn, so it's knitting up quickly. And it's uh, really a lot of fun for a summer knit. You guys, it's Tour de Fleece. The Tour de France began yesterday, July 6th. And I was ready in the very early morning with my reconditioned wheel and my beautiful fiber from Ingle Nook Fibers. I purchased a braid during, I guess it must have been Christmas time because the colorway is Plum Pudding. It's a braid of beautiful browns, purples, and pinks totally up my alley it's 5.4 ounces and the blend is a tarhee bamboo silk blend it's 80 10 10 so I think that will be a really great sturdy strong choice for sock yarn which is my aim with this spinning I've never spun with the intention of creating sock yarn before, but I had long heard Joanna Spring talk about her three-ply, two-ways, and how she knits up her socks. And so this is the project that I've long had in mind for Tour de Fleece, and my goal is to do all of the singles spinning and the plying of this yarn and have it ready for some knitting of socks later on and it's a pretty healthy hefty skein with 5.4 ounces so I may even be able to get a regular and a shorty pair or something like that. I have to say when I started spinning this fiber It was just so beautiful and spun so nicely that I was tempted to abandon the whole sock thing and just spin a gorgeous two-ply gradient for a shawl, but I did not. I followed through on the plan that Joanna lays out in the sock yarn issue of Ply Magazine where she writes about her method so I took my beautiful braid of Inglenook Nook Fiber and I have split it in half. When I removed it from its packaging, I found that it was dyed in such a way that the two halves repeat. So I have all of the same colors in each half of the braid. One half of that braid, so 2.7 ounces, I will spin in one long gradient, like very slow color shifts from one color to another. And then I will three-ply or chain-ply that particular bobbin of singles. So I will do as much as I can to preserve those slow, and gradual color changes. With the other half of the braid, I will further divide it, and I'm not sure exactly how I will divide it. Uh, I was thinking of splitting it into six different pieces of equal length and weight and spinning two of each of those pieces onto three bobbins. In some way, shape, or form, I will spin the other half of that braid onto three bobbins and create a three-ply with it. And the idea for that half of the braid is that there will be um, much more color play, much more kind of barber pulling and, and different colors working together at the same time. Then the socks will be knitted in stripes stripes of that long, slow color change, and stripes of that three-ply yarn with a lot more of a party going on. It's a really fascinating way to work with fiber, and I am just loving the spinning of this fiber. Ingle Nook fiber is absolutely incredible, It can be a little bit difficult to get a hold of because the updates are madness and you just have to be, your trigger finger has to really be ready and you may have to settle for something that was not your first choice, but trust me, when it gets to you, it will be gorgeous. I've been enjoying looking at all of the posts of my fellow Ingle Nook spinners and seeing the different braids, bats, um, eggs that they're making and just all of the beautiful color in the yarn that they're producing. So I feel like I'm in wonderful company and incredibly motivated to work on this spin and I'm so enjoying having my spinning wheel out on the porch. When I bought my Louette several years ago, I envisioned that I would enjoy spinning in the winter in front of the fireplace. I just had this, you know, kind of notion of how pleasant it would be. And in actuality, I enjoy spinning much more outdoors on my porch during the warmer months and get a lot more spinning done in the summer than in the winter. All year long, I work on my little Turkish spindles and do a meditative spin pretty much every day, but that's only 10 or 15 minutes, sometimes only 5 minutes, so those singles accumulate very slowly. (laughs) They are accumulating, however, and I was... Looking at this bag of little turtles that I have, completed bits of singles, some of these spindles are very, very small, so a completed turtle will be, you know, only a fraction of an ounce, for example. Uh, but I have a lot of them in a lot of different colors, and I was thinking that maybe next year for Tour de Fleece, my objective should be some kind of combo spin where I use up in some fashion all of these little bits of singles and ply them in some way that I could use them for a project or design a project that would be worthy of all of this meditative spindling and really showing it off. Because there wouldn't be any long color repeats or color sequences. It would all be quite short. A lot of what I spin has been batlings from hobbledehoy. I still have a little stockpile of them. Um, so maybe something like a scarf where the striping could work well um, and be consistent throughout the project. I don't know. I'm thinking ahead already to next year's Tour Fleece. Go figure. Well, I'm having a lot of fun. Love Ingle Nook. If you have never purchased Ingle Nook Fibers and you're an avid spinner, I heartily recommend checking them out. For off the shelf this week, I will share a poem from Billy Collins. It's been a long time since I've read a Billy Collins poem on this podcast. This is titled, Report from the Subtropics. For one thing, there's no more snow to watch from an evening window, and no armfuls of logs to carry into the house so cumbersome you have to touch the latch with an elbow, and once inside, no iron stove waiting like an old woman for her early dinner of wood. No hexagrams of frost to study carefully on the cold glass pages of the bathroom. And there's no black sweater to pull over my head while I wait for the coffee to brew. Instead, I walk around in children's clothes, shorts and a t-shirt with the name of a band lettered on the front, announcing me to nobody. The sun never fails to arrive early and refuses to leave the party, even after I go from room to room turning out all the lights and making a face. And the birds with those long white necks, all they do is swivel their heads to look at me as I walk past, as if they all knew my password and the name of the city where I was born.